Blog Talk Radio. Hello, my name is Travis Williams, President and CEO of Academics and Athletic Consultant, focused on educating and empowering tomorrow's collegiate athletic leaders. My passion is for the education and genuine concern and care for today's student athlete. It's the centerpiece of my life's work. A college education, both in and out of the classroom, is a truly rewarding benefit. For more information on AAC, you can go to www.academicsandathleticsconsulting.com. Once again, www.academicsandathleticsconsulting.com. Or you can follow me on Facebook at Academics and Athletic Consulting or Twitter at Coach TWheel24 or Instagram Travis L. Williams24. Or you can call me at 404-542-607. Once again, AAC is very proud to partner with J.R. McHenry of the Boss Man Radio Show, covering sports and entertainment across the country. Please tune in weekly for informative, entertaining, and expert analysis on today's sports and entertainment topics. Thank you. A gorgeous tan from Suntan City gives you an inner glow that relights the fire when you run into your first crush. Vicky, who is that? An old boyfriend. Lucky you just tanned at Suntan City. Lucky he's single. We're doing lunch tomorrow. Won't be single for long then. During Tour of the City, try all five tans, including spray tan, for just $4.99. Restrictions may apply. Click to buy now. Hip-hop fans, I got a great album for you. Today, we have them from Family Grind ENT, True Speech, and 313 Fresh. We're going to give you two discs, 33 songs of pure, genuine hip-hop. Albums available on iTunes, Amazon, Google Play, IllStreetRex.com, and streaming live right now on Rhapsody, Beats Music, Spotify, Xbox Music, Slacker Radio, and SoundCloud. Check them out today, True Speech, and 313 Fresh, Family Grind ENT. Believe in it, get it. They love his basketball knowledge and passion. 
They love that he appreciates being here in New York. He said at his press conference, uh, he said that as a kid, he told his mom that he wanted to play in the Mecca one day as a player. So the next best thing is to be a coach in Mecca. So he really appreciates being here in New York, wearing the colors of the Knicks, and being representing the New York City crowd. So he is a great fit. I know fans clamor for Mark Jackson because his history and ties to the Knicks, but that really was never going to happen. There was just too much, uh, I would just say, undercurrent and baggage from his days in Golden State. Nothing to do with basketball, mind you. Nothing to do with Mark Jackson's basketball ability as a coach. The undercurrents and the rumors and murmurings were behind the scenes with how he dealt with his coaching staff, how he dealt with people in, in, in the offices, how he dealt with ownership, how he dealt with secretaries in the offices. So that had nothing to do with basketball acumen, but it just had to do with just the bad, I guess, backlash behind the scenes about Mark uh, going on. So that was never really going to be a, a hire for the Knicks. But hiring Fisdale made it so much sense because of his passion for New York. And the fact that he that he wants to be here, you know, I, I, he has he has just the the ear of so many uh, players on the league. Now I'm gonna stop here right now, real quick though. This does not mean Knicks fans that LeBron is coming to New York. LeBron and Fizz are very close to the days down in Miami Heat, but LeBron is not coming to New York. So let's stop with that right there. Let's pump the brakes on that. Fizzdale's here for a full rebuild. And LeBron is at a stage of career where he's chasing ghosts. He's not going to chase ghosts losing here in the garden every night. So he's not coming here, guys. Yes, and as we know, Mark Gasol sabotaged David Fisdale in Memphis. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. How is he going to – has he talked about his plans to – I don't know if that happened with Chris Tass Porzingis. Because David well, Fisdale <laughs> can be very strong-headed, stubborn, and bull-headed, which is probably a good coach. But Marc Gasol yeah. didn't like that. And he talked about like, uh, the Miami Heat weight in Memphis, that he's always quoted the Miami Heat weight to the guys in, in Memphis, and that kind of rubbed him the wrong way too. So is he going to yeah. stop with the Miami Heat weight and this, this, this is the Fizz way? Or how, how, how does he code the Miami Heat weight and then not come out in a way that just rubs people the wrong way? So you kind of compare and contrast the Heat to where you, the Knicks now. Right. Well, he did say in his press conference that he's learned. He thinks he's learned from his mistakes of how he handled superstar players because the NBA is a star-driven league. More than any other pro league here in this country, the NBA is a star-driven league where stars run teams uh, and the coaches are expendable. And we saw that in Memphis. He lost power struggles with Gasol. Even an aging Gasol, who's now a dinosaur in today's NBA, where everyone's up and down, running the floor, up and down, you know, and, and shooting threes or, 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 or running to the rim or have handles, he's kind of a dinosaur. And even then, he survived that battle of, of minds with him and, him and Fizdale. But David said that he's learned from that. He thinks he has. Uh, his, his talkings with uh, with Mills and Perry, he thinks, he thinks he's more mature now as a head coach. And that whole Miami Heat way and the Fizdale way, I think that he's going to lessen that. He joked that, he said, right after the press conference, he's getting the first plane smoke into Lafayette. He's going to go smooth and, and, and hang out with, with uh, Chris Staff because he knows that Chris Staff is the franchise, the face of the franchise, and Chris Staff will, ha- will have even a larger voice going forward. Even though he's injured, he is a franchise pet. So he knows, Fizdale knows that he needs to grease things up with with, uh, with Porzingis. So I think that he'll be good in that respect. And besides, Porzingis is now, Porzingis plays a game like today's big. 
Um, I think far more than Gasol. So he'll fit more with Fizdale's thinking of blocking offense, where he'll probably play Porzingis more at the five once he's healthy to play, where he'll be a, a stretch five or a point five. So I, I think that he's learned from mistakes with Gasol and now apply those things with Porzingis. And Bone, another thing that where he lost to Grizzlies that when he decided to say, came in and told him Zach Randolph, you're going to be our sixth man. You come off the bench. That you don't put Jarrell Martin in over him. And I know that, that cost him Mark Gasol. Now, Mike Conley kind of went with it because that's not who he is. But and Tony Allen kind of rubbed he'd say, you come off the bench too. Like, you putting Zebo and Tony Allen, the Memphis Grizzlies fans, fans' favorites, saying they come off the yeah. bench. Yeah, he I came in. Well. That, that 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 he came in with that. I think you don't do that. I mean, I don't expect for them to let them start today because you know, last year their deals. I get that. You don't be gone anyway. I get that. But to to not play fan favorites, Vince Carter, Tony Allen, and Zabo, I know you want to make the team faster. But yeah. that's what the crowd at Memphis wanted to see. Yeah, I, I think the culture change was too quick. Too much, too fast, too soon. And I think Fizz Fizz came in. in a year too early in Memphis. Yeah, I, I think also the fact that these guys are also on expiring deals, and Fizzdale knew that they weren't going to be part of that future. And Fizzdale saw the future of the NBA where everyone's shooting threes, everyone's running, everyone's cutting, everyone's motioning. There are no more standstill players like Zebo or, or even Gasol at times in the post. So I think Fizzdale, like you said, was a year too soon. And he did too much, too soon, too fast, where he comes in and he just napalms an entire culture. The grindhouse was exactly what it was. It was Tony It was Tony Allen's grindhouse, where it was grit and grind. It was get on the floor. It was guys throwing elbows and shoulders. And just, it was like almost like a boxing or MMA match every night in, in Memphis in, at, at, the, uh, at the FedEx. It was almost like a wrestling match every night. And I think fans embraced that kind of physicality, kind of a throwback. And then you get, you get Fizz and this upstart assistant coach comes in and almost try to erase the whole identity of that of the of the, of the grindhouse and, and it, it rubs yeah and it rubs everyone the wrong way. So I think he got the bad foot and he just couldn't get back and good graces. Exactly. Now, draft pick wise, who are they looking at draft? I know they they got the eighth pick. I think again, right? Or ninth. Pick. Yeah, since they're, they're ninth. The ninth pick, which I mean, this this is a pretty talented group of pl- players. So there should be a pretty good player there at nine. Now we're looking at the Bridges boys, one from Villanova from Michigan State, looking at Colin Sexton, looking at Trey Young. So I think that's probably their they're, they're fourth for the Knicks. I think it's probably the wish list for the Knicks. And I know Perry said that they're going to go best available player. Now they already have, I think, three point guards on the roster. But if Trey Young is still there, if Sexton is still there, they will not hesitate to pick one of those guys a nice pick. I'm telling you right now, if even the glut of point guards on the roster, they will do that. And they think that player, player available is a point guard uh, because they need more firepower. They know that Neil Aquino is not, is not a firepower type point guard. He's more of a defensive uh, guy on the floor. Uh, Fisdale at a press conference said that he's going to try to introduce defense to Moutier. I say good luck with that. Moutier is playing in defense. But Moutier has the body type and the length to play defense. If Fisdale can tap into that, now you have two guys on the wing who play defense, but no scoring. So I'm going to trade Burke. So now you need someone else to pair with Trey Burke and, and get some scoring punch in the backcourt. So I'm saying right now, if the Bridges boys are both gone at nine, 
I wouldn't be surprised if Sexton or, or Trey Young is there at nine sitting there and, and, and they get picked. What about the second round picks, Bone? They have any or the, or, the, or, the, or, or would Dolan buy, buy a pick or two? I think I, I know Mills and, and, and Perry. They say that anything is open, anything is possible. Uh, if they want to garner more picks, to, you know, you know, you know, through a cash pick, I think they cost three million dollars for a pick. So I mean, if, if they want to go in and that route and add more second round picks, because with second round picks, uh, I think the more you have, the better chance you have of finding maybe a, a steal in the second round, because there could be steals being had as far as, as far as guys who are maybe under the radar who play international ball or, you know, kind of like man, behind the scenes, they're almost underground players. So I think that any possibility is open for the Knicks. I wouldn't be surprised to see them add more picks if they can, if they can buy buy in second round and get more picks that way because they have holes to fill. And they don't have a lot of money to fill those holes. So if you can get good bargain picks in the second round, why not go for it? Exactly. And, are there any plans for, for THJ? Will he be starting, come off the bench, or, uh, or where, where has he, how does he factor in all this? And how does uh, my man C. Lee factor in? Is uh, Joe Kinoa going to be stretched or cut? And are they looking at trades? Right? What, what are you handling on Nick's trade front right now? Well, there, there's no trade market for for, for Joe Kinoa. Uh, Joe Kinoa and his beard right now, or there's no trade market for them. Uh, the Knicks, I know they want to find a way to keep Kylo Quinn. Uh, maybe because uh, he's he's a, he's a New Yorker. He's born and born and bred New Yorker himself. So I know he he has a great attachment to the fans. The fans he's a fan favorite. So I know and he's a good worker, a good teammate. Uh, so I know they want to keep him and, and retain his services. Joe Kim, there's no chance of him getting traded because no one wants him. Uh, I, I just point blank from what I hear, there's no team out there that has any kind of interest in Joe Kim Noah. Not only because of the injury history. But the bloated contract, the fact that he came to blows with Hornacek, I mean, there's just too much baggage for, for Joe Kim right now. If he gets stretched, that probably makes the most sense. But then that also messes with your cap history going forward. Uh, I, I would say as far as for Tim Hardaway, he's, I would say that he's the starter. Uh, Courtney, that's another thing. Because the Knicks, obviously, they wanted a number one pick. For O'Quinn and Courtney Lee, the deadline. There is no team get a, a number one. They should have took two seconds. Remember, I, I, yeah. I mean, I, there, there were deals for two seconds as Knicks turned them down. Yeah, there's no way there are teams offering a one for either O'Quinn or Lee, even if they were expiring contracts or not. There's no team in right mind getting a one for those those guys. Uh, so, like you said, they should have took it to, to two twos and built from there, but they didn't, and now they're kind of stuck in limbo here. So. I would say Hardaway is definitely safe. He, he, he's probably one of the safer guys on that roster uh, going forward. I, I, obviously, Porzingis is safe. Uh, I, I would say Hardaway, Anthony Lakina. I would say Trey Burke has a spot on his roster no matter what. So there are there are a few guys who are safe for now. Uh, but like you said, to turn down those those deals for Lee and O'Quinn was asinine. Very much so. Well, Bone, I tell you what, my good brother, we're going to keep an eye on the New York Knicks. I have an interest in this because, you know, I have friends on the roster. So that very much <laughs> means I keep out of New York Knicks. So hopefully, Perry's and Mills get, get it right. You have a black black GM, black president, a black head coach. Not very many times it happened in professional sports. So we got to make the Knicks sure they succeed. It won't, oh, won't ever happen again. <laughs> yeah, it, 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 this is a great trifecta, and not just because of the whole black thing, but it's because that they're, they're – 
they're qualified. All three guys are highly qualified. So it wasn't just, just Dolan giving out, you know, affirmative action. This, these guys are all very respected around the league through players, through agents, through coaches, you know, and so forth. So this is a great move by the Knicks, and I love that they're going forward. And I wish these three guys the best luck, not only because of my sake, because I like covering the team, I like being around the team, but just because the Knicks need to be winners. They need to be good again. The league matters so much more when you have Boston, L.A., Philly, New York mattering again. They need Knicks to matter again. I'm with you, folks. That's my man bringing the heat from Metro New York. Salute Magazine, my man, Tony Tebow with Bone. Appreciate your brother coming in on a good vacation week for John. Great job as always, my man. We got to do this again. It was fun, brother. Get you on the air again, bro. We uh, This was great. It's always my pleasure, man. I, I was hopping on. Thank you, man. All right, folks. That's Bone. Boss, we out. All your photo, video, and voiceover needs, check out the fine folks at Blu-ray Productions. They will take good care of you. If you don't believe me, you can see for yourself. Check out their work at BlueberryProductions.tv, the Facebook page, Blueberry Productions, also a Vimeo page, a YouTube page, and it's Blueberry, B-L-U-B-E-R-R-Y, Prod on Twitter. Check them out today. Blueberry Productions, great people, great work, great service. Fantasy football season is fast approaching, and if you're looking for an edge this season, you need to contact the guys at Draft Day Consultants. The concept is a simple one. Draft Day Consultants takes your requests and connects you with one of their trusted analysts, who then guides you through your draft, whether you just need a sounding board on decisions or if you need them to conduct your entire draft. Draft Day Consultants has you covered. Every one of their consultants has a proven track record of success and have conducted hundreds, even thousands of mock drafts. Thanks to this year-round research and analysis, the guys at DDC have an unmatched understanding of player values. So gain an edge on your league mates this season by hitting up DraftDayConsultants.com. That's www.DraftDayConsultants.com. Now get after it, fantasy footballers. Yeah, yeah, it's your man, JC, the host with the most, baby, and it goes down each and every Saturday night right here in the city of Memphis. That's right, y'all. It goes down at Clicks Sports Bar Memphis, baby, 3705 Malco Way, Memphis, Tennessee, 38125. Come out and join us, the Three Kings, each and every Saturday night for the liveest karaoke in the city. Everybody gets in free till 10 p.m., only $5 after. Great food. We got drink specials. We got all kind of games, man. We got the pool tables popping. Whatever you want, we got you, man. Come on out. Have a good time with us each and every Saturday night. That's Clicks Sports Bar, Memphis.